This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. And welcome on into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU hangs on, literally hangs on. I'm thinking Sylvester Stallone in Cliffhanger hanging on for a 90-88 win in what was a crazy, bizarre, ugly at times, physical, exciting, nerve-wracking, it goes on and on game that it all doesn't matter in the long run for BYU because it was a win. As they say, there are no pictures in the standings, just wins and losses. So BYU gets the win, 90-88, hanging on at the end, and just some crazy numbers. You heard Greg and Mark talk about them, just bizarro numbers from this game. Here's just a couple that jumped out to me. 62 second-half points tonight for UCF were four more than the Knights scored against BYU in the first game of the season. They scored four more points in the second half tonight than they scored in the entire game against BYU in Orlando. 47 free throw attempts by BYU tonight. 47. I was complaining pregame to Mark Durant that UCF shot 33 in the game in Orlando. BYU shot 47 tonight. 72 total free throws. Not the greatest spectator sport with 72 free throws, but BYU, 46 of them. And frankly, those free throws is what led to BYU hanging on as Jackson Robinson closes the game for in scoring for BYU, making nine straight free throws. Going 9 of 10 in the last couple of minutes, Jackson Robinson sealed the deal all from the free throw line for BYU. More crazy numbers. UCF, a 12-point run in the second half off of six straight BYU turnovers. And then this one, as Greg talked about a couple of times, UCF four made threes in the final minute of the game. Just it seemed like ever, and Greg called it in the play-by-play, seemed like everything UCF needed in that final minute and a half to happen, happened for them to stay in the game and make it even closer just trading threes for Jackson Robinson free throws. Just they'd go at a three. Jackson Robinson hit two, two free throws. Chop, chop, chopping, chopping that lead down. Hey, we'll get some more scores and stuff. And uh, Big Twelve scores, women's basketball score, and the top twenty-five scoreboard. It's all coming up in a minute. But first, we're going to go back to the Marriott Center after this, where Greg Rubel and Mark Durant will be talking to Noah Water- Waterman. That's coming up next. Your final score of the night tonight, 90-88 BYU wins. More Cougar Post Game Live on your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O' Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back courtside. More Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live 
from courtside as we'll head back to Ben Bagley for more from the studio in a moment. But uh, Noah Waterman joins us courtside for a conversation before we send it back to Ben. BYU is a winner tonight, 90-88 to over UCF. One of the wildest second halves and final minutes you will ever see as UCF outscored BYU 62-51 to in the second half. And the final minute saw the Knights score 15 points on a variety of shots as everything was going. Noah, I don't even know where to start with this one. What are you thinking right now? Uh, nah, I think we did really good. Uh, they had a lot of tough shots, like you said. Uh, those threes at the end, I think they had, what, two threes maybe? A couple of tip-ins, like 15, you said 15 points in? Uh, yeah, they scored 15 points in 54 seconds on four threes, a free throw, and a layup. Yeah, they were hitting tough shots. I mean, we were there, and they just they were making them. So the goal for us, we just kept being like, yo, like they hit the shots we just got to come together and, and move on to the next play coach talks to us all the time about moving on to the next play and this was definitely a game that could have got out of hand um if we didn't move on to the next play but i think we did really good and then uh jacks really hit the last nine free throws mm-hmm. uh and that was big time definitely big time it was answer after answer after answer even if you're answering with free throws you're finding a way to answer as ucf kept the heat on and uh credit to them i mean this is a team that does it more on defense than they do on offense but they got hot and when they got hot it was kind of lights out in the second half no 100 percent, definitely credit to them i mean they have a couple really good shooters uh on the team number three uh as you can see he kind of showed that this game um so they got so we really just had to uh, watch out for them but we knew he was going to break free and try to try to get a lot of shots up the second half because he kind of had a, a slow first half um and he did but we just stayed together no i thought you were just terrific tonight man there's so many different aspects and i'm looking at these free throws you shot uh nine for ten trevin was ten for twelve jackson was uh, twelve for thirteen uh and you guys shoot 87 percent which is even more interesting because you look back at last game it was a real struggle from the free throw line did you guys talk about that at all was that even a point of discussion it was just one of those things and you got in the flow tonight what's the explanation there? uh yeah so we definitely talked about it uh the practice we had before this game uh coach had everybody shooting free throws uh, if we missed we had to run so uh, <laughs> a little, little bit of motivation right. uh but it's really just locking in it's it's in the name it's free throws so it's like everybody's a great shooter on this team uh so there's no no reason why we shouldn't be uh, making these free throws and today we really connected and you just got to lock in and that's what we did today 40 free throws tie a school record BYU hadn't had two guys make 10 or more in the same game in 10 years and you were almost the third guy to be at 10 or more you were nine for 10 at the free throw line so this was a night where free throws win the game for BYU that's nice to see right no 100 percent 100 percent okay you've had uh, some second half leads slip and yet you find a way more often than not to still find a way to get it done. How much of, of that is now developing an identity with his team that, yeah, it's hard to run away from teams in the Big 12. We're going to find a way. Yeah, uh, that's what we've been doing all season. Uh, we've been just trying to find a way. Uh, we talked about that at the very beginning of the season, how we just got to find a way being in this Big 12. Uh, and like you said, it's very hard to, like, um, blow out a team in the Big 12. It doesn't matter if you're up by 20 in the second half. There's so much skill on the court that they're going to make a run. Everybody knows that. Um, so, But it just comes down to dialing in and rebounding in this league. And I think we did really well. Missed a couple rebounds uh, late. And that's why they got some tip-ins and threes. So we got to fix that. But other than that, I think just staying together and and locking into the defensive end and connecting our free throws uh, really uh, won us this game. 
No, you don't just they don't just give you free throws. I mean, you have to go and be aggressive and draw contact to get to the line. I think one of the things I really love about your game this year is how aggressive you are going to the basket, getting contact. You seem to be a favorite target of whether it's Ali Khalifa or whoever cutting to the basket. You know you're going to get the ball and be rewarded. Has that been a focus for you? We always knew you could shoot the three, but you seem to really develop a nice inside attack. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, Coach always just talked to me about everybody's going to fly out to me. As you can see, I got blacked in the corner because dude <laughs> jumped before I even lifted the ball up, and I still shot it. Uh, but, yeah, I love playing with Ali. Ali's a great passer, uh, and he really finds me. So as long as you cut hard, Ali, like, he's going to find anybody. He found me with that one three in the corner. I don't know how he got it to me, but that was a gorgeous pl- pass. So uh, my hat's off to Ali. He's He's a great teammate, and uh, I, I wouldn't want him not on this team, 100%. I love playing with him. So you sweep UCF. These are two really good wins. This is a long team. I mean, they make things difficult out there. Uh, a ton of blocks. They had, they had five of them tonight, uh, ten steals. They're a big steals team. Length all over the place. These are two really solid victories for you guys, right? Uh, yeah, 100%. Every game in the Big 12 is a solid victory. I mean, you came yeah. out, every win's awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. So about 500 in the league now, 6-5. and five. How important is it now to have a winning record in this conference? Uh, it's super important because in this league, uh, the top four, I think, get a double bye in the tournament. And the uh, next six get a single bye. Exactly. So, I mean, the double bye would be nice. Uh, so, But we're really, we're just focused on the next game right now. Uh, it's like if we lost if we lost this game, we would do the same thing, move on to the next because you've got to play so many games uh, in a week. So you can't dwell on uh, this win too much or losses so we're just moving on and preparing for the next game uh it's it's big time that we're above 500 right now though we got to keep it you know where the next game is don't you I think we're going to uh, – I'm not too sure. Oh, see, that's, that's that's what I was hoping for, that single-minded focus. He doesn't even – Oklahoma State on Saturday. Oklahoma State. All right. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, we will see you in Stillwater. Noah, thank you for the time tonight. I appreciate it. Hey, sounds Thanks, good. Noah. appreciate you All right, guys. that's Noah Waterman. 17 points, 9 rebounds for Noah. Good stuff. We'll come back with more of Ben Bagley and Big O Tires Cougar postgame live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. BYU holds on for a 90 88 win over UCF. Jackson Robinson leading the twi- team with 21 points. Here's a stat, another stat that I just saw that'll blow your mind from this game. This courtesy of at Toby Mac on X. I'll just read it verbatim, his tweet. Here's a stat to blow your mind. BYU scored more points from the field, 51, in their 63-58 win at UCF than they scored tonight, 50, in their 90-88 win over UCF. So BYU only 50 points from the field tonight, which is one less than they scored at UCF where they only scored 63 points. My uh, math teachers in high schools always tell me that uh, I'd have to use math someday. 
I'm not sure that there's an equation that they taught or that there's an equation out there that helps that make any sense to me. But nonetheless, it is true, and BYU gets the 90-88 win. Let's check some scores from throughout the country, and we're going to start with a Cougar score. Is, is a cra- another crazy game, probably not as crazy as this one game for BYU women's as they get a 64-60 win in Orlando over UCF. The Cougars go into the half down 38-31, to but outscore the Knights 23-6 to in a big third quarter. And hold on to, despite being outscored six in the fourth, another huge night for reigning player of the week in the Big 12, Lauren Gustin, who led BYU at 22 points and 15 boards. Kaylee Woolston added 18 points in the win. The Cougars now have a three-game win streak in Big 12 play. Nice job, women. Safe travels home tonight. Uh, Taking a check of the Big 12 scoreboard, both both games final outside of the BYU game tonight. Number 10, Iowa State on the road at Cincinnati. They get a 68-59 win. Curtis Jones, 15 points off the bench. Taman Limpsey also 15 points in that game for the Cyclones. Top 25 matchup in Baylor. Are at Waco in in Waco against Baylor. It's been a long night for all of us, folks. Uh, Baylor gets a 79-62 victory over 25th-ranked Oklahoma. Five players in double figures for Baylor with Jaden Nunn scoring 27 to lead the Bears in that win uh, over Oklahoma. Just before we check out the rest of the top 25 scoreboard, look at the Big 12 Conference standings after the results from tonight. And because of the results for tonight with Oklahoma losing, BYU moves up in the conference standings. Iowa State and Houston tied it first with at 8-3. Baylor and Texas Tech coming in tied at third at 7-4. Kansas at 7-5. BYU in Sixth place at six and five, tied with TCU. So BYU now two games back of Iowa State and Houston. Uh, just a game, a half game back from Kansas, who's slipping right now, and a game back of Texas Tech and Baylor. So Big Twelve conference. It's crazy. It's fun. It's going to be a fun stretch run in this conference as we follow the Cougars down the stretch. Checking the top twenty-five scoreboard throughout college basketball. Running through these scores, fourth-ranked Marquette gets a 78-72 win at Butler. North Carolina upset, seventh team in the nation, upset against the Syracuse Orange, 86-79. That game ends in Syracuse. 14th-ranked Illinois beats Michigan, 97-68. 16th-ranked Dayton also hangs on to beat Duquesne. 75-59, 75-59, and up, another upset in the ACC is Pittsburgh beats 21st-ranked Virginia 74-63. to bunch of upsets here in the top 25 tonight, folks. That might bode well come next week for the BYU rankings. Another upset also here as Illinois State gets a 23, beats 23rd-ranked Indiana State 80-67. 17th-ranked Creighton beats Georgetown 94-72. 20th-ranked Wisconsin beats Ohio State 62-54, and 22nd-ranked Kentucky beats Ole Miss 75-63. That's your top 25 scoreboard. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at papajohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off your pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU, the victors tonight, 90-88 in a crazy game over UCF. You heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Every trip has a purpose, and every stay should be an opportunity to recharge and You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, this is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. I mention him after every broadcast. He's our coordinating producer, Terry South. And uh, Terry texted me this a few moments ago. I'm going to read his text verbatim. He said, tonight's game reminded me of Duke versus UNC. February 8th, 2012, Duke 85, North Carolina 84, trailing by 10 points with just over two minutes remaining. In the Dean Dome, Duke staged a furious rally that included UNC center Tyler Zeller inadvertently tipping in a Blue Devil shot. The Heels still led by two on the final possession. Duke guard Austin Rivers opted against driving for, driving for the tying basket, instead launching a three from the wing over a lunging Zeller for the win at the buzzer. The Duke win ended the Tar Heels' 31-game home winning streak. Not exactly the same kind of wildness, but enough wildness to prompt that memory from Terry, and we saw absolute lunacy in the final minute here tonight at the Marriott Center. The fact that he can remember the date and the, <laughs> is seared in his mind, and th- that's the kind of this is the kind of game that you just remember. And, and ten years from now, we're like, oh, remember that UCF game? They scored 15 <laughs> points in five, 52 seconds. You know, that'll, that'll be something that'll be seared in our minds for a long time, but like like we said before, it's always good to be seared in a positive way yes. rather than coming out on the on the bottom of that. All right, let's get to our Waystar star of the game brought to you by Waystar, who's also tonight's game sponsor here at the Marriott Center. Good to have Waystar in the house. Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. Jackson Robinson is going to be tonight's Waystar star of the game. Jackson ends up with a game high, 21 on the three of seven from the... How do you get to 21 points on three field goals, you're wondering? Well, uh, all three field goals were threes, and then he went 12 of 13 at the free throw line. So that'll do it. So uh, 21 points for Jackson Robinson to go along with a couple of rebounds. He scores BYU's last nine points all from the free throw line when every one was essential. I mean, any miss, and <laughs> UCF might have won this thing. Yeah. I mean, the way things were going. So, uh, yeah, way star star of the game is, is Jackson Robinson. Now for the new skin data discovery in this game. It's brought to you by NewSkin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. We're all feeling a little better after this wild one tonight. Uh, Mark, what do you like for a NewSkin data? Disc- uh, There's so many numbers I, I to look at. One. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? I got a good one for you. Okay. So, <laughs> take away the free throws. Take away BYU's free throws? Take away all free throws in this game. All free throws in the game. Okay. UCF beats BYU 74 to 50. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? They made 34 field goals to BYU's 21. They made 34 more. They made 13 more shots from the field and lose the game. Mm. Yeah, it took 40 free throws to win this one tonight. If they'd made only 37, which would have been a phenomenal, they lose. They make 40 of 46 to win. That's a good one, Mark. I like that. Good pull from you for the new skin data discovery. All right. Um, yeah, I, I just want to recap a couple quick numbers before we take a break and get ready for Coach Mark Pope. UCF becomes the first team to score shoot 50% against BYU all year, and it comes in a BYU win. And, and UCF scored 36 more points after halftime than they scored in the first half. They went 26 to 62. <laughs> 
Well, sadly, that's a little bit of well, a big bit of a problem. I can laugh BYU. because they won, but yeah, because they they they, they got they got been, turned on and did not get turned off. And a lot of teams have gotten turned off, turned on in the second half. You've tweeted about it. The the second half numbers are not good for BYU, but you know, as we said, but they won, and but they hang they hung on, and so it's all good, but. It's a problem. I mean, it's something that they'll have to get better at if they want to have some real real success this year going forward. All right, we will talk with head coach Mark Pope right after this on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, BYU 90 and UCF 88 is our final score. BYU improves to 18-6 and six on the year, 6-5 and five in the Big 12. The most common word I'm hearing as I watch people around talk about the game tonight is wow. A lot of wows going on uh, because it was a wow kind of night and a wow kind of finish. And uh, Coach Mark Pope is now on the headset with us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. What a wild night and what a fun win for BYU as uh, this thing got absolutely insane late and you guys just kept finding a way to answer everything UCF threw it through you and they threw a lot at you and uh, there was a point where they were going to make everything and you were going to find a way to respond on the other end yeah is uh I mean <laughs> I, I I I am so ha- I don't know I don't know how our how Cougar Nation feels but I'm so happy for the adventure <laughs> that we are all on together like I, I don't know guys there's I, I don't know if there's any words left right it just is it just is so beautiful and so fantastic and and this this group our group of guys man they're growing so fast and and in so many beautiful ways uh it just is fun and tonight was a i mean I, you know, hopefully we can sit back and really enjoy what's happening. Maybe it was too stressful, but it was uh, it was just magical, and I, I'm really proud of our guys. So off the air a moment ago, you used the phrase uh, "turn a corner." You said our guys turned a corner. Yeah. If it's okay to ask about that, yeah, so it was yeah, an off the air comment. Yeah. But what kind of corner did you turn tonight? Well, so so um, it's interesting. You know, we talked. Actually, I've talked about this a lot with the squad. I've talked about it a lot with our staff and our team. We. Um, Listen, we're in a league. Clearly, we're going to lose some games. It's just there's no no. I mean, the least losses is three, I think, and we're halfway through the league, right? And and so I want us to operate like we understand that we may lose a game, but we're going to lose a game our way. We're going to lose a game the aggressor. We are not going to allow teams to get us back on their heels. And actually, probably nobody in the league can do that more effectively than UCF. You know, they've done it in wins against Kansas and Texas and Oklahoma, and you know they've had great wins. And and they're they're an elite level defensive team, elite level pressure team, elite level length, uh, incredible rim protection. I mean, it looked like a young Mark Duran out there blocking all our shots true. at the rim. <laughs> true, yeah. And um, and and you know they really got us in a bad spot where we had a, a series of turnovers in a row that were really troubling, and and they were a result of us being on our heels. And then just kind of every time out, the guys were talking about, listen, we're going to stay the aggressor. You know, we're going to attack. We're not going to 
you know, back this ball down against the press. We're going to attack this press, and if we get open threes, we're going to shoot them. And if we can make aggressive plays to the rim, we're going to take them. And we're not going to try and massage a lead. And um, and that's the way we play. And and I actually thought offensively, I thought Trevin was spectacularly aggressive down the stretch. I thought Jax was really aggressive to the rim a couple times. I thought Down was unbelievable uh, being aggressive. Uh, Noah made some really aggressive plays to, to Atiki. I mean, he, he closed his eyes on one of those alley-oops against the press. And <laughs> um, and that's the way we want to feel. And, and um that's just our DNA, and we're going to win more games than we lose if we continue to to absorb that and believe in that. And I felt like today uh, we, we made some progress doing that. I'm really happy for our guys. Just to underscore uh, Coach's point, and by the way, uh, Dallin had a, a remarkable game, 10-5-5, yeah. five, and five, but yeah. there was so much more in that 10-5-5. Yeah. Five, and five. But on the five assists, BYU's now 9-3 uh, and three this year and 14-4 and four overall when he gets to five helpers or more on that, he did. But to underscore Coach's point, this is the ninth game this year that UCF's had 10 or more steals. Yeah. It's the 15th game this year they've had five or more blocks. That's yeah. who they are. Yeah. And they're, they're, I'm telling you, like, if you were here at the game or if you, you probably, you know, if you got to sit courtside, you would have been like, my gosh, these guys are long and athletic and strong and play hard. Johnny's got, coaching them at an elite level right now. And you swept him. And we and we swept two. Yeah, we swept them, and and um, and so it's just the, the 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 league is special, man. These games are so fun, and and uh, it's awesome. I thought you had guys step up at different times of the game. You just kind of mentioned a few of them. One one that sticks in my mind is Noah Waterman. I, yeah. You were you're kind of losing some steam, and he gets a block, and then he yep. gets a defensive stop and a bucket. I mean, I, I thought that was a critical time in the game, but Noah. Again, plays a great game and does a lot for for your team. I think other than just shooting threes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he in the first half, I thought it was great on the glass. I thought he was really great on the glass. And you know, he has really difficult defensive assignments. We're kind of matching up with everybody. You know, it's kind of something's not working. We just switched no on to him. I thought he was great there, and I I was really proud of him. You know, against the press, uh, he he made some really aggressive plays tonight, and yeah, he took it to the rim hard. He drew some fouls. Yeah, I thought he had a terrific game. You're a team averaging 10 free throw makes per game how did you get to 40 tonight um it's it just it's it's just the way the game was so the the only chance that um that UCF had to get back in the game was they just had to, you know, the last four minutes, they just had to foul every time to try and st- lengthen the game. But, but before, even before then, you before, were... Yeah, before that, they had to get hyper-aggressive to try and change up the rhythm of the game because our guys were, were functioning at such a high level. And that just resulted in fouls. Our guys, the, to credit to our guys, they were ball-strong enough. You know, you don't earn those fouls unless you're incredibly ball-strong and unless you continue to cut really, really hard. When you play against a physical long team like that a lot of times they just wear you down and you start to stand and our guys didn't do that tonight they they just kept fighting and kept kept working and and uh, so they earned you know every 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 trip to the free throw line was was hard earned and and uh, the guys knocked them down tonight how important was it that you got to got to win when you're underwater on your assist to turnover number that wasn't what it usually is yeah you know it's and it's interesting like the 17 you know you always kind of look at the game it's like for example we out rebounded them but that's a little bit fake because we shot 46 free throws, so they had so many less opportunities to go get a defensive rebound. Um, and so that, that stat could be a little misleading. The 17 turnovers can also be a little misleading because we got to the line 46 times, and so there was a huge cost 
to UCF for playing as aggressively as they did and forcing those turnovers, and that was the 46 free throw. So, you know, there's always, like, there's always a balance, uh, usually like four or five or, you know, uh, six variables involved in a situation. And so there was a little bit of balance that even though the numbers seem hyperbolically different than the way we normally play. Like, you know, we're, we're a 16 free throw a game uh, team and we're an eight turnover uh, a game team, but, but UCF forced those two things to, to be inverted. And you were still over 50% on the assist rate on 12, yeah. uh, 12 assists on 21 makes. Uh, we'll take a break. More from Coach Pope after this. 90-88, to 88, BYU wins it back-to-back games here at home and above 500 in the league now to 6-5. and five. More with the coach after this on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU defeats UCF by a final score of 90-88 to tonight. Uh, we gave Jackson Robinson our Waystar Star of the Game honors, and uh, Jackson Robinson scored your final nine points of the game, and each one was absolutely essential yeah, <laughs> based on yeah. the way things turned out tonight. Yeah. And and Jax was just Jax. I think Jax and Trev wanted overtime so bad, so they get twenty more free throws. They were just like, "Come on, they're putting us line every time. Let's keep playing." He ends up twelve of thirteen at the stripe and a game high twenty one points for you, and continues to make some of the biggest shots of the night in the last two wins versus K State and tonight versus UCLA. Yeah, you know the the uh, the the reject by Dallin and the and the. Um, on the wide triple, uh, finding Jackson in the corner, kind of on the hammer pass, was huge. It was a, just a, a, it turned out to be an enormous shot. And then it's you know it's two threes, and you know he also hit a huge one again. A Dallin keep his dribble alive uh, all the way across the baseline midline, and then found Jackson on the wing for a really tough shot to kind of end the the first half. Um, and then Jax, I thought, had two brilliant uh, two-feet plays to the rim, actually, in the second half that were just excellent. Uh, and so, you know, he's, he's, he's playing great. And, and, and then he was just money. He won every single catch against the press. You know, there's a little stretch where all of us were kind of on our heels against the press. But once he got into the guts of the game, he, he, he wanted every catch, and he was going to go get it, and he, and he made every shot. And, and uh, it's a real, that's not easy to do, and it's a real credit to him. You mentioned Trev. He didn't have to bang four or five threes to have a massive impact and score 17 tonight yeah and I thought Trev was unbelievable downhill you know um, when when there was a lot of reason for us to be on our heels and their pressure was becoming really really intense Trev was just like I'm gonna keep fighting to get downhill I'm gonna keep fighting to get paint touches off the off the bounce and he really created a lot of good stuff for us Uh, I thought he was I thought his game was way bigger than what showed on the stats well, Coach, you have to be really good to, to get a big lead uh, in these games. And, and we've talked about the level of competition and no no teams going away from you, and they're going to come keep coming at yeah. you. But, you know, obviously, I mean, it's right in front of us. I don't, I don't want to be Debbie Downer guy, but, yeah. you know, you, you, you've had these situations, and, and part of it is just the disparity. In the first half, the guys seem to be turning guys and getting good help and yeah. good rotations. and. And in second halves, a lot of times they're, they're getting to the rim. They're getting what they want at the rim. So yeah. what do you see as a coach is what the difference is between the two halves? Yeah, I mean, tonight it just became in one of those really chaotic games, right, where where um, it just was sheer desperation for um, for UCF, and the desperation worked for them. Um, 
you know, we talked about this off the air, but um, UCF is a terrific team. Like we said, they've beat the best teams in our league, and they beat a lot of them, right? And and uh, they're 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 uh, unique teams in terms of their explosiveness, their ability to get the rim, their length, all those things put together. And and so when I say this, please understand, I am saying this massively complimentary to UCF. But what they did in the last four minutes, in the last fifty seconds, fifty seven seconds of this game. They will actually have never done before, and they will never be able to reproduce again, ever. It was one of those anomalous games that was so spectacular in what they did, and we still won. And that, guys, I'm telling you, that is a, that is a huge deal. Um, when you can take a once-in-a-lifetime effort um, in the closing minutes of a game and still come out with a, a W, it's just super special because it never happens. You don't win the once-in-a-lifetime efforts, and we and we got it tonight. Couldn't be prouder and more happy of our team. And, you know, this, this is not, you know, like this is the league we signed up for. With all due respect to Pepperdine, which, which is a great program, like we're not playing Pepperdine in this gym uh, and winning by 25. It just is not – that's not what we signed up for. And so these games are going to be 40 minutes long every single time, and I hope Cougar Nation loves every single second because it's spectacular. Like what we got to witness tonight on both sides, both from both benches, is just like – Ah, come on, this is thrilling basketball. I love every second of it. And the fact that our guys stayed super aggressive, I'm telling you, that's the turning corner part. Mm. If we can live in that space, man, we're going we're gonna to win a lot of games. I've got the Big 12 standings up on my laptop here, and you have seven games to play in your league schedule. You're in the back half of Big 12 play, and you're a top-half team right now in this conference at 6-5, and five, above 500. And by the way, above 500 for the first time in conference. And not only that, You've won six of nine. Yeah. I mean, you've won six of your last nine in the best conference in the country. Come on, and it's it's fun. Woo! Let's go. Okay, next up, you're going to hit the road to still – you're going to get familiar with these guys because you play them twice in your last seven games, yeah. Oklahoma State, and they're, they've got the, the weekday by this week, so they're yeah. resting up for you on the weekend yeah. at their place. And it's going to be a massive challenge for us. Um, they're 2-9 and nine in this league right now, but they have two huge wins, and they are an electric offensive team. They shoot the three with almost as much reckless abandon as us. They are jets getting to the rim. they got a big fella inside who is – He's going to be an all. If he's not an all league player this year, he's going to be an all league player soon, and he's going to be a big time pro. Um, just is is really really special, and so uh, you know this is going to be a massive challenge in Stillwater, uh, in a hallowed hall, another like um, just just uh, generational mm. uh, basketball history gym, and uh, I can't wait. And our guys are excited, and let's go see if we can work some magic one hmm. more time. It's Gallagher-Iba on the weekend. By the way, uh, last night's winners were TCU and Texas Tech. Yep. Tonight, you saw a home winner in BYU over UCF, a home winner in Baylor over Oklahoma, and a road winner, Iowa State, goes to Cincinnati and wins that game. And that Iowa State win is really holding up for you. They've turned out to be an ex- – well, they already were, but yeah. they're an excellent, excellent team. Yeah, they're, they're – <laughs> They're pretty good. They're, good. they're co-leaders right now in yeah, this league. They're they're pretty pretty good and and uh, but you know I who's say not? that and like who's not <laughs> right. like, like UCF is pretty freaking good guys yes. like I don't know anybody in this country who wants to face UCF in anywhere on the playground in their gym on the road. You take that sweep and you bank it, baby. That's, hey, that's, hey, man, brother. Yeah, and uh, so it's pretty cool. All right, coach. Uh, we will see you uh, back in studio. We got the coach's show Thursday. Then we'll all hit the road for Stillwater on Friday as this uh, wonderful, beautiful journey continues. Hey, we're going to coach show two and zero. Oh.
We love those kinds yes, of shows. Those are great weeks. Yes, those are a great really, week, right? Every show is fun, but some shows are more fun than others. They're All way right. more fun. We spend way more time <laughs> talking about the basketball when we're two and zero going to the show. <laughs> we if talk about other things other weeks. When it's when it's when it's when it's zero and two, or we, we haven't had zero and two. When it's no, one, we're, and, when, split, it's, yeah, when it's one and one, we spend a lot more times on like what's on Coach Pope's mind, <laughs> talking about Coach's clothes, and, yeah, and saying, "Hey, Leanne, what is up? What's up with you?" In this, in this. <laughs> All right, the Coach, crowds are a little more friendly yeah. when we win a couple games. It'll be a great night on Studio C yeah, on Thursday. Thank yeah. you, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right, it. We're going to come back and hear from Johnny Dawkins and wrap it up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU has won back-to-back games for a third time in Big 12 play. Second win coming tonight, 90-88 over UCF as the Cougars withstand a furious rally. And uh, Furious rally is an understatement as UCF scored 15 points in 54 seconds to make it interesting, but BYU makes the shots needed to come away with the two-point win. All right, short time ago, Kirsten Meredith of the BYU basketball communications staff put a recorder in front of head coach Johnny Dawkins and Jalen Sellers, and these are Coach Dawkins' comments along with uh, with sellers a few moments ago let's hear how this uh, turned out from the uh, UCF side of things uh, I thought our guys did a great job gave a great effort I'm very proud of them for that uh, because you know if BYU had it going offensively our guys were able to kind of make a stand and, and make a run and try to you know cut the lead and come back so it's proud of our guys effort but uh, BYU has a very good basketball team uh, they have a little bit of everything they have shooters they have scorers they have bigs uh, they're, they're a really good basketball team, and I feel like guys gave a you know, great effort tonight. Coach, uh, you had 27 points off the 17 BYU turnovers. What, what kind of keys your defense to where you were up? It will have so much success turning the ball. Yes. Well, that's kind of who we are. We that's that's our style of play. Uh, you know, we played played a game in the 94 feet, and you know, we were fortunate today to you know get get some turnovers, and and that led to some points for us, but. That's just our style of play. Uh, we want to play it, play, you know, play in the full court, play fast. On the flip side of that, they went to the free throw line 46 times. Is that just a byproduct of your aggressiveness, or, or did you feel like well, there was some une- unevenness there? Well, we have to be better. I mean, I, I have to look at the tape to, to watch every every play because it's hard, you know, during the game it's moving so fast. Uh, but for me, you know, we have to make sure we guard without fouling. Uh, that's that's a big emphasis that we have you know with our team play hard but don't foul so yeah but they shot 46 free throws some of them we had to foul at the end you know coming down the stretch you know we had to foul and uh you know to try to stop the clock and so forth so a number of times that happened that that probably ran in free throw number up as well Jalen uh second straight game where you guys started slow and ended up playing from behind all game but you were in it at the final minute of both road games what is kind of the focus, what needs to be done to kind of get those starts a little bit better to where you're not behind the ball from the beginning? We just got to listen to Coach Dawkins and do what he tells us to do. Um, I feel like if we do that, we'll be fine. We're not really executing what he's telling us to do, and I think that's hurting us every time that we start the game. So our leaders got to step up each and every day and practice and in the game. Coach, uh, some of the other coaches that have come and played me have said that preparing for them is different because they play differently than anybody else in the league. Do you feel that's, that's the case, and what was the preparation like for you? Uh, definitely, they do. Well, one, they have so many weapons out there. 
Uh, they're probably one of the few teams, I think, in, in the league that has, you know, weapons and three-point shooting threats at all five positions. And so that makes them very, very difficult to guard. Because when Khalifa's in there, that's another guy who can knock down shots at a high clip. So uh, absolutely, they're hard to prepare for because the floor is so spaced because you have to stay out there with all those shooters all over the place. It gives them a lot of room to run their offense and get a good flow. Do you feel like there was any case of tired legs after the long travel coming all the way out here at West for a long trip? No, we're never going to. That's not our program. never going to you know, have an excuse like that. You know, we had a, you know, we'll always come out. Always, We should always be in shape and have a good enough energy to compete no matter what the travel situation is. Did you guys come straight from uh, Lubbock? Yes. Okay. So you didn't go home before? No. Jim, what's, what's it say about this team that can drop 62 points in the second half like that and kind of just the fight in you guys had? It just means if we was to play two halves like that, we'll, we'll pretty much, in my opinion, we'll win every game. If we play two halves like that, we'll win every game. If we, how we finish the game tonight, if we start the game like that, we win the game. And how we finish the game, that's what Coach Dawkins told us to do. So we just got it. But um, shout out to BYU. They, they execute down the scratch, made free throws, um, draw fouls, and things of that sort. Any other questions? All set? Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, thank you to Kirsten Meredith of the BYU basketball communications staff. And uh, those are the words of Johnny Dawkins and Jalen Sellers after the night's fall to BYU 92-88 tonight. Let's get to our economics partners' valuable stat of the game. Brought to you by economics partners, whether for tax financial reporting, or strategic purposes when your business needs a valuation. The right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. Well, I'm sorry that it's low-hanging fruit tonight, but we are going to go with the free-throw number. Um, It's valuable for BYU because 40 free-throws made ties a program and Marriott Center single-game record. 40 for 46 at the free-throw line, and it's done by a team that is in the bottom five nationally in free throw rate and percentage of points scored on free throws. So this is not how they play, but tonight it was, and it was a winning and decisive margin, 40 of 46 for BYU to 14 for 26 from the stripe for UCF. That's your economics partner's valuable stat of the game. And notably, no team in Division One has made more than 40 free throws this year. BYU ties two other schools for the most free throws in a single game this year in Division One. So 40 is the high water mark, and it was done by BYU on this night, and the Cougars needed every one of them as they win it 90-88. to What a night. Uh, what a long night. We've been on the air, starting with pregame, for four hours and 41 minutes. And tonight's game lasted two hours and 33 minutes, and it was regulation. No overtime needed to get to 233. So it was a singular game in in a lot of ways, and one will never forget. This was a a remarkable evening, and uh, Coach Pope couldn't have put it any better just how much fun he had coming out on the winning end of this kind of game that was so spectacularly unusual in the final minute of play as we saw 23 points scored in 54 seconds between these two teams. I don't know that there will be a Division I or any other game played this year where two teams combined for 23 points in 54 seconds, but it happened tonight, and BYU happened to come away with a two-point win. All right, let's wrap it up. It's about time to say goodnight. Let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio, James James Finlayson and Ethan Arkell, our control board operators. Maya Tippetts was our studio editor. Terry South, coordinating producer. Ben Bagley, our studio host. And Barry Squires, our broadcast engineer. On the operational side of things, we say thank you as always to Sean O'Neill and Clark Jackman.
here courtside. My color commentary colleague tonight and always, Mr. Mark Durant, and we appreciate the uh, sports information directors slash basketball communication directors for both programs. Tyson Jecks, our right-hand man from BYU, and Ken Landis from UCF. We thank Kenny for setting up our Coach Dawkins pregame interview. And, of course, we hear from Coach Pope pre- and post-game, and we heard from Noel Waterman as our post-game player conversation tonight as well. So for all of those folks, and Kirsten Meredith, who got us the post-game interviews with uh, Coach Dawkins and Jalen Sellers, for all those people, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Our final score is 90-88, to BYU over UCF. The Cougars are above 500 in Big 12 play. They look to stay there by taking on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. It'll be an 11 a.m. Mountain Time pregame and a noon tip on Saturday from historic Gallagher-Iba arena that will do it so in the meantime and in between time this has been byu basketball on the new skin byu sports network good night and so long from provo utah you've been listening to byu basketball on the new skin byu sports network coverage of today's game has been brought to you by all pro capital real estate investments by big o tires Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.